My name is Rob Sparks, and this is Southern Fried Daily, the daily prayer liturgy of the Southern Fried Theology Podcast. Each daily episode is 15 to 20 minutes long and is designed to push back against the rush of the day by offering a moment to reset, to reorient ourselves toward Jesus and what he is doing in us and in the world. You can find transcripts and more information about Southern Fried Daily at our home on the web, southernfriedtheology.home.blog. As we get started, let's begin with a period of silence. Take deep breaths and settle in. Every breath you take is communion with God. Now, let's spend some time practicing gratitude. I'll pray slowly. You take the time to pray along, using the space between the lines to add your own prayers. Reflect on what you're grateful for, or simply listen intently for what God might have to teach you. Let's pray. God of all goodness, of all beauty, of all mercy, we thank you for all the goodness in our lives. We thank you for the big things, full of importance and significance. For friends and loved ones, those we hold dear and cherish, those who make our lives rich and full. We thank you for the dawning of a new day, with all the majesty it holds for those looking. For the warmth of the sun on our faces, for the caress of the breeze. For the beauty of the world around us, for the endlessness of the night sky. We thank you for those small moments of joy and beauty and awe, for a kind word from a stranger, for the laughter of those we love, for shoulders to cry on, for a passage of music or a movie or a book that moves us. God of all creation, we ask for the eyes to see your amazing work all around us in things big and small, and for the wisdom to hold those things near. Amen. Next, let's spend some time humbly acknowledging our own brokenness. We want to recognize the fact that we sometimes hurt others, and we are hurt by them and ask God to redeem us all. Let's pray. Almighty God, you are merciful, and we ask that you hear our prayer. We are sinners, and like sheep, we often lose our way. We offend against your ways by doing things we ought not do, by leaving undone things we ought to. We haven't loved you with all our hearts. We haven't loved our neighbors as ourselves. We're not healthy. In your great mercy, hear our prayer as we turn to you again. From every selfish desire, from all pride and vanity 
and hypocrisy, from envy, hatred, and strife, from every evil desire of the heart, Jesus, in your mercy, set us free. From laziness, worldliness, and the love of money, from hardness of heart and contempt for your word and law, for every time we seek our own agendas rather than the beauty of your kingdom, Jesus, in your mercy, set us free. From the sins of the body and mind, from the lust of the world, the flesh, and the devil, Jesus, in your mercy, set us free. But even broken as we are, open our lips and our mouths will sing your praise. God, make speed to save us. Lord, make haste to help us. Glory to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever will be, world without end. Amen. A reading from Psalm 37, 1 through 17. Don't get upset over evildoers. Don't be jealous of those who do wrong, because they will fade fast like grass. They will wither like green vegetables. Trust the Lord and do good. Live in the land and farm faithfulness. Enjoy the Lord, and he will give what your heart asks. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust him. He will act, and he will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, your justice like high noon. Be still before the Lord and wait for him. Don't get upset when someone gets ahead, someone who invents evil schemes. Let go of anger and leave rage behind. Don't get upset. It will only lead to evil. Because evildoers will be eliminated, but those who hope in the Lord, they will possess the land. In just a little while, the wicked won't exist. If you go looking around their place, they won't be there. But the weak will inherit the land. They will enjoy a surplus of peace. The wicked plot against the righteous, grinding their teeth against them. But my Lord just laughs at them, because he knows that their day is coming. The wicked draw their swords and bend their bows to bring down the weak and the needy, to slaughter those whose way is right. But the sword of the wicked will enter their own hearts. Their bows will be broken. Better is the little that the righteous have than the overabundant wealth of the wicked. The arms of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord supports the righteous. A reading from Ruth chapter 1, 1 through 18. During the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. A man with his wife and two sons went from Bethlehem of Judah to dwell in the territory of Moab. The name of that man was Elimelech, the name of his wife was Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malon and Chilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem and Judea, and they entered the territory of Moab and settled there. But Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. Then only she was left, along with her two sons, and they took wives for themselves, Moabite women. The name of the first was Orpah, and the name of the second was Ruth, and they lived there for about ten years. But both of the sons, Malon and Chilion, also died, and only the woman was left without her two children, without her husband. So she arose along with her daughters-in-law to return from the field of Moab. 
because while in the territory of Moab, she had heard that the Lord had paid attention to his people by providing food for them. She left the place where she had been. Her two daughters-in-law went with her. They went along the road to return to the land of Judah. Naomi said to her daughters-in-law, Go, turn back each of you to the household of your mother. May the Lord deal faithfully with you, just as you have done with the dead and with me. May the Lord provide for you so that you may find security, each woman in the household of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lifted up their voices and wept. But they replied to her, No, instead we will return with you to your people. Naomi replied, Turn back, my daughters. Why would you go with me? Will there again be sons in my womb, that they would be husbands for you? Turn back, my daughters. Go. I am too old for a husband. If I were to say that I have hope, even if I had a husband tonight, and even more, if I were to bear sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you refrain from having a husband? No, my daughters, this is more bitter for me than for you, since the Lord's will has come out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth stayed with her. Naomi said, Look, your sister-in-law is returning to her people and to her gods. Turn back after your sister-in-law. But Ruth replied, Don't urge me to abandon you, to turn back from following after you. Wherever you go, I will go, and whatever you stay, wherever you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God, and wherever you die, I will die, and there I will be buried. May the Lord do this to me, and more, if even death separates me from you. When Naomi saw that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped speaking to her about it. A reading from the book of Philemon. From Paul who is a prisoner for the cause of Christ Jesus and our brother Timothy. To Philemon, our dearly beloved co-worker, Appia, our sister Archippus, our fellow soldier, and the church that meets in your house. May the grace and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Philemon, I thank my God every time I mention you in my prayers because I've heard of your love and faithfulness, which you have both for the Lord Jesus and for all God's people. I pray that your partnership in the faith might become effective by an understanding of all that is good among us in Christ. I have great joy and encouragement because of your love, since the hearts of God's people are refreshed by your actions, my brother. Therefore, though I have enough confidence in Christ to command you to do the right thing, I would rather appeal to you through love. I, Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner for Christ Jesus, appeal to you for my child Onesimus. I became his father in the faith during my time in prison. He was useless to you before, but now he is useful to both of us. I'm sending him back to you, which is like sending you my own heart. I considered keeping him with me so that he might serve me in your place during my time in prison because of the gospel. However, I didn't want to do anything without your consent so that your act of kindness would occur willingly and not under pressure. Maybe this is the reason that Onesimus was separated from you for a while, so that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, that is, as a dearly loved brother. He is especially a dearly loved brother to me. How much more can he become a brother to you, personally and spiritually in the Lord? 
So if you really consider me a partner, welcome Onesimus as if you were welcoming me. If he has harmed you in any way or owes you money, charge it to my account, and I, Paul, will pay it back to you. I'm writing this in my own hand. And of course, I won't mention that you owe me your life. Yes, brother, I want this favor from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. I'm writing to you, confident of your obedience, and knowing that you will do more than what I ask. Also, one more thing. Prepare a guest room for me. I hope that I will be released from prison to be with you because of your prayers. Epaphras, who is in prison with me for the cause of Christ Jesus, greets you, as well as my co-workers Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. I believe in God the Father, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, who is his Son and our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate. He was crucified. He died. He was buried. He descended to the dead. But on the third day, he rose again. He has ascended to heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Universal Church, in the communion of saints, in the forgiveness of sins, in the resurrection of the body, and in life everlasting. Amen. Let's finish our time together in prayer for the day. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory now and forever. Amen. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. God of all creation, full of love and abounding in mercy, may the whole earth be filled with your glory. Bless and guide your church. Clothe all of those who seek you in righteousness and teach us your wisdom. Direct the leaders of our world, of our nations and communities and corporations and institutions that they may act according to your kingdom. Enlarge our hearts to love the way you love. Sharpen our focus that we may see you as you are 
as you have revealed yourself in your word, in your world, at the table, and in your son. May we reflect your light in every place there is darkness. May we proclaim your holy name in every aspect of our lives. Create in us clean hearts and take not your spirit away from us. Grant us your peace because we can only find life in you. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. At the end of our time together, add your own prayers as you spend time with God. Let me give you a blessing as I go. To the one who is able to protect you from falling, to present you blameless and rejoicing before his glorious presence, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, belong glory and majesty and power and authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. Have a great day.